From 54 for the win. On the way. It is there. And the Eagles remain unbeaten. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. On the BetQL Network. Jake, roll this up for a second. in overtime uh jake writes in our chat kick of his life no jake elliott the kick of his life was a uh, kick to beat the raiders or to, to cover the spread against the raiders christmas night 2017 which helped me go undefeated in my favorite my home fantasy football league they clinched my undefeated season which no one cares about but that's what i think about when we think of jake elliott making that kick and i went undefeated in my favorite league Great moments in the life of Nick Costos. Anyway, uh, we still have a lot to do here over the course of the next hour and 20 minutes here on the show. We'll continue our handicap of Week 5 in the NFL. Eagles and Rams in a second. We'll do what I called earlier in the show. Maybe the most interesting point spread, the most interesting betting market in an individual game we've had in the five NFL seasons now that we've done You Better You Bet. That's the Bengals and the Cardinals in the desert. We'll get to the Broncos and the Jets as well. Ken Barkley is going to tell you how to bet national championship in college football with Lochmas. Jake will join us in the Power Hour to give bets and thoughts on the four series beginning tomorrow on Tuesday in Major League Baseball. And then it's all our bets, side total and props and analysis for the Giants and the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. We are monitoring uh, social media right now for injury news as it regards Giants running back Saquon Barkley, some of the tight ends for Seattle. We'll have all the injury info, all the info you need to bet the Seahawks and the Giants coming up about an hour from now. So if you're watching the show on Stadium, we are done on Stadium about 10 minutes from now and you want to check out the final hour of the show. Um, Flip on over to twitch.tv backslash betql. Listen on the Odyssey app and uh, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports and you will get the final hour here on You Better, You Bet. And we'll be back on Stadium tomorrow at 4 o'clock. And thanks to everyone listening now on Sirius, the satellite radio era of the show, Sirius 217 XM 205. All right, now back to P-squared, B-squared, week five in the NFL. Jake, bring the music back up. And Ken, let's talk the Eagles and the Rams in Los Angeles. So... Yeah, the Eagles get pushed to overtime by the Commanders and a great kind of like late comeback by Sam Howell finding Jahan Dotson in the end zone on fourth and goal. Ron Rivera like weirdly kicks the extra point and like saves our behinds in the process and allows the game to go to overtime and Philly to cover teaser legs, which we really needed. But looking at the box score of that game, like if you just looked at the box score, you would think the Eagles won the game going away. And really the Commanders could have won. Just like a weird game and a weird box score. And then the Rams spot the Colts uh, 20, the Rams go up 23 nothing on Indy. Indy comes all the way back. The Rams end up winning in overtime on a Stafford to Puka Nakua walk-off touchdown. But, like, is, is Matthew Stafford healthy? I'm not so sure. And, like, well alluded to that in the last segment as well. So, Ken, your initial thoughts, please. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Eagles and the Rams in L.A. Philly, a four-and-a-half-point road favorite. The total bet up to 50. Yeah, and it's not just the total that's been bet up, and it's been bet up aggressively. Whale alluded to that. Like, this is literally up a full field goal from what we saw yesterday in some cases. I was really surprised that this number got bet toward the Rams uh, 
versus like what the openers were. So the openers were like five or four and a half. The four, like all the fives are gone. The four and a halfs have gotten bet into. There's a market making book has a four for this game currently. Uh, well, why am I surprised about that? Because Matthew Stafford had a, like a very public injury that he played with in the second half of the game and like talked about afterwards, like a hip injury. And doesn't I don't think he's going to miss any time necessarily. It's like very weird to have the quarterback for one team banged up and that team to get bet on in a game against like a really good team that they're playing on the opposite side. So I would say that surprised me and kind of was like, Wait, am I missing something about this game? So I, I have not bet this yet. The five opener, I think, was like, I kind of think the Eagles should be a little bigger favorite in the game, but like, that's okay. And I just feel like we we've seen this for the Rams twice, like pass rushes that can give Stafford really like big problems, San Francisco and Cincinnati, like really got after him. And, and it's like, doesn't have time to kind of like make a lot of passes down the field, takes a lot of brutal hits. And like, again, like already now playing with an injury and here's the Philadelphia defensive front now. Like in this game, I just I really worry about the fact like, first of all, can the Rams stop the Eagles from scoring a lot? Maybe, but I'm pretty skeptical. And if the Eagles are playing with a lead in this game and Stafford has to throw a lot second in the NFL in passing yards this year, which kind of tells you like how many times he's been in this situation already where he has to throw it a bunch. If it's like a ton of dropbacks against the Eagles pass rush, that's like really problematic for their ability for First of all, his ability to finish this game and then for their ability to, to win or cover the number or whatever. So I think I'm going to end up betting the Eagles. The movement when I saw it this morning, just like, I mean, if I'm going to get access to like a four at minus 110 on Philadelphia, that just seems like that seems like a pretty good bet to me. Just I, I still think there's a pretty big difference between these teams, even though I, I like the Rams and, and that's fine. Um, obviously, Stafford's health is interesting in this market. Uh, does Cooper Cup play in the game? If so, how much would be important in this market? Is going to start practicing this week or is practice window is going to open? Um, those are both interesting things. But I think in the end, it's just like, line of scrimmage Eagles defensive front versus Stafford on a lot of drop X's it's just not a not a good look for me to bet the Rams in this game I I think about the week two closing number for the Rams when San Francisco came into their place and I think sure. like like I, I did it I guess it closed seven right because of all like everything that happened at the end of the game with the but, but, yeah kind of both. like 7.25 yeah so the Rams kind of like are chasing that game, like in it early, but really like chasing the game. Like San Francisco could have scored a billion points in that game. Purdy missed a couple deep shots, obviously, right? So the Rams lose that game. Then they have like the terrible effort on Monday night last week against the Bengals and then nearly blow a 23-point lead on the road at Anthony Richardson, a game where the Colts are without like basically their entire starting offensive line and Quinton Nelson is not, is not 100%. So, like, I, I understand that San Francisco is better than Philadelphia, or at least rated better than the Eagles right now. I, I would also argue that San Francisco's rating is better now than it was in Week 2. How could the Rams' rating really be that much better than it was in Week number 2 right now? So, if San Francisco should be a bigger favorite, if they played again, San Francisco would definitely be more than 7 against the Rams, right, in Los Angeles if they played. They'd upgrade the Niners from that performance in Week 2. Maybe you disagree. Like, is, is the gap between the Niners and the Eagles really that big? Like, I, I don't think so. I don't know if I'm there, like, to definitely bet Philadelphia, but I do think in this range it's it's Eagles or nothing for me, right now at least. Yeah, it just it'll be really interesting. Um, so there are two things that'll happen this week that'll be really interesting, right? And I mentioned both, but just, like, the news that we'll get. Is Stafford practicing? If the answer to that, if, if the answer is no the first few days, even if he's going to play, if they just say, like, he, like, didn't practice Wednesday or didn't practice Thursday, then you're, you're, you're going to see the Eagles, like, get 
the market move in the Eagles' direction, like because Stafford's not practicing. And then if Cup is practicing and McVay's like he's good to go, then you're also going to see like a smaller line move, not a quarterback, obviously, but I think a small line move toward the Rams. So it's really like this this number could kind of be on the move this week for a couple different reasons, both involving the Rams, but just like really they're they're two most impactful players that aren't Aaron Donald, really. And are they practicing? Are they going to play? I I sort of hesitate to say this because it sounds like blanket almost too much. I think in any combination of fact, like let's say Stafford's super healthy and cup plays, I think I would still really like the Eagles in the game. First of all, I get a better number. I would get four almost for sure in the game if that was the case. I, I, I don't think there's a I don't think there's a combination where I, I would not bet Philly. I'm just waiting because like clearly there are people that disagree with me. And if I can get a better number as a result of that, like Eagles all like four isn't to win the game, but like we're getting closer. Like that kind of a market I think is a little crazy against the Rams. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do more on this game over the course of the week. I'm not there yet to be able to make it better, even give you like a strong thought. Lean Philadelphia right now, but I need more time to think about this one. You better you bet Nick and Ken. Power Hour, final hour on the other side, featuring all our bets for Monday Night Football, Giants and Seahawks. If you're watching on Stadium, head over to twitch.tv backslash betql after we go off the air here in hour number three. All right, uh, I want to give you the floor here, Ken, and the time we have remaining in this hour, and we can talk about it. Just your thoughts on okay. this Bengals-Cardinals point spread on Sunday. The one piece of injury news here, that we're monitoring t higgins bruised ribs he said like he told reporters today he's hopeful that he'll play on sunday i mean who who the hell knows how this is going to go and obviously like burrow's not fully healthy and i guess they're going to keep trotting out burrow until they either start winning or he gets hurt or they lose and they shut him down we'll see uh this was four and a half last night and i remember looking at it last night and thinking that's pretty interesting and i want to think about it some more and then apparently a lot of people did a lot more than think about it uh, overnight, because now we're sitting Cincinnati's a three-point road favorite at Arizona, where if you told people that this would be the spread before the season, they would have said, like, okay, well, who's who's playing instead of Burrow for Cincinnati? Because Burrow can't be playing in the game if that's the point. Which is kind of what's happening Well, he anyway. is playing. Yeah, because right. it's it's like, like one-calf Joe Burrow. Uh, Bengals three on the road at the Cardinals. Total is 43 and a half. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Bengals and Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, can't be can't be wronger than I was about Cincinnati last week. Um, and it doesn't mean that they, like, can't make the playoffs still, but just the way this is trending is obviously really, really negative. <laughs> so, like, like, lost a bet. The other bets didn't age well, and now, like, kind of hold on for dear life over these next couple weeks. Um, you wonder if some of the interest in the Cardinals is driven by, is Burrow really, really, really going to play in this game? Or, like, are we getting really close to, like, you, like he has to sit. Like, that it has to happen. It, even on, like, the hits that don't affect his calf, he just gets, like, suplexed by some of these defenders. He can't move out of the way. It's, like, really immobile now. It's just, it's, like, it looks terrible. He took an uh, illegal Al shot. Like, 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 rock bottom. Like, punched him in the right? face, we were talking about that. Basically. Yes, like, yeah, I, like right. it was, like, the clothesline from hell. I was like, is, is Burrow going to yeah. get up right now? It's just uh, there's a lot of that. So I don't I don't blame the market for being really down on the Bengals. Like, I mean, just because just think about this logically, right? Like the you can say like, well, the Cardinals have acquitted themselves. Well, Cardinals were 14 at San Francisco yesterday. So as much as they've played great, like I didn't see any of that in that number. And they also didn't cover. <laughs> so, like, so like, I don't think there's a lot going on. Like, yes, Arizona played well against the Giants and stuff and beat Dallas. I don't think that's what this is. I think it's just entirely about, like, what is the bottom for Cincinnati? Like, that's what you have to try to figure out. And, you know, if you come to the conclusion that we're not there yet, he's so hurt and the team and the offense is so broken, 
And to be fair, like Derrick Henry had some explosive plays against them. Why can't the Cardinals running game have some explosive plays against them? Like that's how they beat Dallas, honestly. Um, that's possible. Uh, you could also take the opposite approach of now look at like what a buy opportunity you get on Cincinnati. And I know people are going to be like, oh, here we go again with this. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's that. I'm just saying like you could make a really compelling case. Like we're in the middle of a transition on a team's rating. And it's what is the bottom? Are we there yet? No one knows the answer. And that's like your task for this week. Are we at the bottom or is there still more room to go here for just how bad Cincinnati is this year? I don't know the answer. And I'll give you my answer coming up to start the Power Hour final hour of the show, which will also feature baseball bets and thoughts for tomorrow and our bets for the Seahawks and the Giants. Come on over, twitch.tv backslash betql. Power Hour coming up next.